ADS Records. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the ADS Records podcast. I'm Cam. As always, it is November 2022. Thank you for joining me. But what an amazing year because I am not alone. Once again, I'm very lucky to have a co-host. Uh, would you mind saying hello? Hi. Hello. Yeah, there he is. Whose voice is that? Well, last time we had Danny from Cutthroat Francis. And this time we have, well, well who are you? Uh, I'm Tom from Cutthroat Francis. Tom from Cutthroat Francis. Right. So we've ha- we've had Spencer Flay from Spencer Flay. We have Danny from Cutthroat Francis. We've had George Croucher from George Croucher. And now we've had Tom <laughs> from Cutthroat Francis. Um, I really feel quite lucky. I mean, I think a lot of people will know that you've you've just had a single out. So the timing is is uh, not a coincidence, as I'm sure many people would have gathered. Yeah, place to be for the start, right? Exactly. You're not the only one, of course, with the release out. Um, I, it would be remiss of me not to mention George Croucher, who's just released a massive release, his eight-track LP, Notes About You, which came out the same day as, as uh, your single, actually, on the, on the uh, 21st, of, 21st of November. Yeah, um, I saw it. Out today, actually, I saw the artwork launch and everything, and I am—I uh, haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I am gonna—I'm uh, definitely gonna dive in. Awesome. Well, we have lots to talk about. We'll talk about all of that. I really want to talk about your single later as well. That's going to be really cool. Um, for now, though, I do have some music to play for you. So uh, I'm going to play a band called Fuba, which is actually a returning artist. I played played them back in June, I believe. Well, here they are with a, another new track. This one is called Fun Day, and I hope you enjoy it. I'm a stickler. Hell bent and leather, but no thicker. I'm a secular vicar, a connoisseur of shitty liquor, an articulate thinker who's not fond of the winter, a conversational digger.
And that right there was a track called Funday by Fubar, F-U-B-A-R. Funday, from the EP of the same same name, uh, I might add. Todd, what were your what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed this. So I know you sent uh, sent it over not to reveal the magic behind the scenes, but yeah, you uh, sent the track over to me to listen to. I, I, I did like this one. It was uh, it was good fun. I spend a lot of my time trying to kind of listen to weird new music that I've not heard before, but it's nice to you know kind of come back to something that uh, is just like a banger, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think it's a, actually I think it's a very well named track, mm. even though it uses like traditional in, indie rock instrumentation and it has that sort of like Midlands indie vibe. Even though I like the Fubar are actually from Bristol, but they have that kind of like Midlands indie vibe. Like I, I really love this like sort of sort of sense of I don't know fun and freedom. Like the little asides to the mics, the like the interplay between back and forth between the instruments. I just love that sort of stuff. Like the whole breaking the fourth wall. That's kind of feel. I really, I really actually enjoyed the performance of it you know and I think that's it's some of this kind of quite hard to get across sometimes in a kind of studio recording the sense of before yeah, yeah and uh, nice and I didn't want you know I, by saying you know it's nice to kind of just have a song that's like a banger I really didn't want to do the composition of it down at all because it's by no means like a straightforward pop song you know it's like the stuff that the band's doing underneath the vocalist is um yeah they, it's a little bit weird it's kind of slightly kooky you know it's not like just a straightforward pop tune I mean, it's something that we that I'm massively into, and something we've always tried we always try to do in our band to get people dancing. Is it's got kind of lots of really kind of cool rhythmic um, syncopation going on in there, complicated things going on in there, you know. Mm. Before before we move on, I want to mention another release which is coming. Uh, we've had notes about you, of course, from from George Croucher. Um, his launch party, by the way, guys, if you uh, is on the fourth of November, very very soon, at Canvas in Bournemouth. Um, where Spencer Flay will be supporting. However, by the time this show comes out, suspect the tickets might have been sold out. But you can you can check. There might still be a couple floating around. Uh, we've also had uh, Chicken Hands as well from you guys that I, I really want to talk about as well. But everybody seems to be chucking the lot in because Spencer Flay uh, is also laying down a new track. It's coming in late November. I want to say the 18th, yes, the 18th of November, and it's called Hey Christmas. So I'll, I'll let you guess the theme. But Spencer has a knack for for hooks and stuff like that, so you you better believe um, it's going to be good and Christmassy. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's prolific. Isn't he? he right, he puts a lot of stuff out. He is. He does actually. He is. Yeah. So it's been quite an interesting journey. Obviously, like I'm still a massive fan of Soundways, but I have I've heard Hey Christmas. We worked on him a little bit with it. That's that's a fun track. I'm really looking forward to that coming out. But of course, it's obviously it's not a coincidence that that you're in the, on the show because you've just released a new single so you know chicken hands what was what was the inspiration you know so these and many other questions (laughs) will be answered soon are you ready to give it a play oh right yeah let's go for it will i stop interrupting tom from cut (laughs) who knows i've actually dug myself a little bit of a a little bit of a hole here because i was i was going to ask you to to introduce the track so if i promise to keep my mouth shut would you mind uh taking us into to your amazing track sure uh wow and never get asked to do this um but i suppose we have to do it on stage every night so <laughs> this is been a little bit of a long time coming we're really chuffed that it's uh that we finally got here and it's finally out it's a really special release for us actually because it has got the only example of that particular instantiation of our band with the full kind of brass section in it uh, that we've recorded in a studio so yeah this is our newest and latest and a long time coming single chicken hands
And that right there, that was Chicken Hands by the amazing Cutthroat Francis. Newly out. How, was that a song that you wrote quite a while ago? Of course, I know the answers to all these, but I'm pretending not to. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, God, what's a long time ago now? I think since we last released some studio recordings, obviously, like, the pandemic happened. So time takes on this kind of slightly dilated form of if time feels longer or shorter or what but yeah. certainly time has kind of lost a little bit of um uh meaning to me so i don't, I don't know how long it's yeah. been i think we wrote it post pandemic and what does that really mean i guess mm. but yeah we can't we kind of we couldn't practice for a while because we all live in different houses and uh because of the kind of jobs that people do where they work in care and so on it wasn't really safe for us to all kind of meet up and and practice so we we couldn't get into the same space with each other for a long time but uh when we eventually did this was uh the first song that we wrote together when we came back out um and were able to be in the same room as each other for the first time in a long time yeah i'm I'm, I'm actually really excited for it because i remember i was a massive fan of your uh this garden's never gonna grow ep that came out i thought that that was amazing just the fact that you're releasing the music now is just so exciting to me that you're sort of like you're you're back on it and of course as you say it's quite an important thing because you alluded to it to it earlier but you gained a new band member didn't you over the over the sort of we did yeah so we we wrapped up the this garden's never gonna grow tour in like christmas 2019 i think the last time we played was literally new year's eve of 20 when it when you know we turned 2020 and then obviously it wasn't long into that that uh that suddenly we weren't able to do gigs or practice or record or do any of that kind of stuff but we had during that tour that we'd done uh for this garden's never going to grow we would occasionally pull our kind of sound guy up on stage with us so our very dear friend mike uh shout out mike if you're listening somewhere out in the world hey mike. um <laughs> would do sound for us at gigs we he was basically doing it as a favor to us i mean we paid him but like it was also like not a huge huge amount of money we would kind of pull him up on stage to do a couple of songs with us at the end of at the end of each set because he's a great trumpet nice. player you've all just heard and so yeah. yeah after doing those gigs on that tour it was we noticed there was a real kind of like this kind of massive like explosion of energy right at the end of the set i think because you know we bring on bring on a trumpet player and, and you know, had all this kind of loud brass going. People were just kind of going nuts for it at gigs. So we, we made, we, it was always the plan during that tour to be like, well, we should like record something with you. And yeah, and so when we came back out of the pandemic and because we basically had to start again anyway, it was a, it was a good time to, to bring Mike in and, and write some stuff together. Yeah, it was great. And we did all kind of t- uh, 2021 we did we did gigs with Mike and we played some really really great shows and it just kind of brought like a whole other dimension to the band that uh, to be honest some of the best gigs that we've played so yeah it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun nice um that 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 title chicken hands I mean what's that about did the idea of chicken hands come before the song or did you write the song and then call it chicken like what well, how how does that work you know so we get really like embarrassed about writing songs particularly about the kind of the lyrics for songs and so we go to quite a lot of effort because you know songs are kind of quite personal things Mm. and some people are totally like cool with being you know very sincere and like and kind of wear their heart on their sleeve and go out and do gigs every night where they sing very personal songs about like themselves and kind of stuff that they think and feel and believe and all that kind of stuff we are 
more kind of ill at ease as people <laughs> and less comfortable in our own skin. So we go to quite a lot of effort to sort of like mask the meaning of the songs to hide the kind of meaning of the songs behind, yeah, kind of cryptic lyrics. Uh, and part of that is that the, the song titles very rarely relate to what the actual song's about. Um, sometimes they do because the meaning, the title of the song is so obvious what it has to be from the lyrics. So a song like Lie Yourself Cool uh, off our old CD very clearly just kind of sprang out of the lyrics and it was obvious that that was what it needed to be mm. called. Whereas quite a lot, quite often the, the title is just something that somebody says in a conversation that is, that is just kind of strikes as a slightly funny formulation. Yeah, and Chicken Hands is an example of that. So it's got nothing to do with the actual uh, content of the lyrics. Yes, that's unusual. Yeah, well, my, my, my son and Harry, we've got, uh, we've got a pet dog called Fred uh, and we have to feed him like cooked chicken and stuff because he's got a sensitive little belly and when you're like sifting through it you get all like horrible chicken grease on your hands um, and yeah and it was just described as chicken hands once um, he's like uh... you know oh I've got chicken hands and then uh, yeah and it just struck us as a funny concept like the double meaning of it that like it's obviously not a thing that, that chickens have and it kind of sprang off into this like imagining uh a kind of universe where chickens have hands and then danny who's a great really great at doing all our artwork for us a great graphic designer then uh, picked up and ran with it and drew us as you will see on the album artwork that's just come out today made that weird fantasy about a universe where chickens have hands a kind of visual reality for us but in this kind of quite humdrum way that i really enjoy where it's just a chicken on the tube going to work uh yeah yeah i enjoy that i enjoy that um that's that's really interesting and actually now you mentioned it, I, I I do think like I I enjoy authenticity in songs and things like that. Like, don't get me wrong, there's like a massive place for it, but I I do think in your case, the fact that you do mask it almost like gives the songs this sense of like depth or complex complexity. That this this layering effect that I actually quite enjoy. I think it works really well with your genre, and um, I think it adds to be honest. It's part of part of your formula. Yeah, well, thanks. I appreciate that, and I I really admire like sincerity in. Hmm in people's songs um it's just not something that i can do <laughs> so so i'm glad that it, it kind of works and we've actually had i've had people and i know harriet's had people uh several times in the past think that like the song's about something completely different and it's about a specific thing that happened or it's about a specific person um and it yeah and it isn't but it's quite funny that a particular friend of mine from back home uh, my friend Brandon, again, shout out Brandon if you're listening somewhere. But yeah, uh, has come up to me and said, oh, is that song about me? <laughs> I was like, yeah. No, it is not. Sorry. <laughs> and if it was, we wouldn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. And if it was, you'd never know. So there you go. Nice. Uh, well, I enjoyed that. Every, 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 everybody heard that. And um, you can tell now why we, I've been banging on about these releases for so long. Quite a few podcasts. I've been like, there are songs coming from George Crouch and Cut the Francis. I've heard them. They're really good. Trust me. But... Now there's proof, so I'm I'm really happy about that. I forgot to mention earlier actually about that the Spencer Flay has a launch party sort of thing, Christmas party called the Spencer Flay's very nearly Christmas party in Bristol, headlining on the 25th of November. Um, you can go on to Facebook slash Spencer Flay Music to find out about that. It's on our website, of course, as always, uk and other places. Besides, um, we do have one more track to play that I do want to get onto, but before we do, we are starting to collaborate a little bit as well with a new artist, um, a guy called Leo. That's with a, uh, a lowercase L and a full stop at the end because because that is Leo. 
Um, and so he he's got exciting. I I recommend you guys go and go and check him out. But actually, he's he is releasing or re-releasing um, soon, and there'll be stuff about that. But I know that I haven't introduced Leo properly to you guys yet. Um, although he was video of the month last month, so all the month before. So you know, but there'll be more about that in in future podcasts. So I just wanted to let everybody know this is this is foreshadowing for news to come and relationships to build. With that having been said. I want to move on to our third and final track. This one is by uh, an artist called Anto Dust, and it's called A Larking. Here we go. Cold before the fall. Anto Dust with her recent single, A Larking. Um, obviously, that's very different to the last two tracks we heard, um, which I like doing. I have a habit of doing that, actually. But um, what were your kind of impressions on that? Yeah, I love this track. As I said before, you know, I spend quite a lot of my time trying to trying to seek out music that, that yeah, I wouldn't necessarily have heard before um, in kind of different styles. And 
this mm. is in reminds me of a lot of kind of music that I really enjoy, like kind of shoegazy dream pop kind of, but still with like a with like a very strong kind of melodic kind of pop feeling about it. Yeah. I really loved the singer for they got like a beautiful voice, and I particularly love this kind of music because I'm quite delicate in like the mornings in particular, <laughs> and I need so I need very kind of delicate music to to kind of help me through mornings when to give me yeah. Kind of yeah. Get, you're not alone. I mean, I made myself a whole sort of private playlist about songs to be delicate to in the mm. morning and hangover songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. So yeah, this is. A, it reminds me of a lot of the kind of music that that I listen to in the morning. Bands like Grouper and the Cocteau Twins and and stuff like that. Yeah, so nice. really loved it. Just to drop a little bit of information uh, to to background that, um, Anto Dust is fronted by a lady called Anto Kosu, who uh, was originally from the Italian island of Sardinia. Not something you see every day. Um, but she moved to London uh, a while back and met Antonio, who is uh, on guitars, and Dave on drums. So Anto Dust, I guess, is a uh, a good name because there's two Antos in there and, and a Dave. But that's fine because Dave alliterates with drums. So <laughs> that makes it okay. Yeah, I know. Um, as well. Really cool name. I think it's mm. just cool. Like, it's cool in a way that uh, that we have a slightly weird thing in our band where none of us really listen to very regularly to the kind of music that we play. And this much uh, more like the kind of music that we listen to, and I'm always so envious of of bands who are this cool. <laughs> like our bands, just not not as cool as this at all. Do you know what one 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 observation I'm I'm actually going to make, um, and I've I've mentioned this to a few people before, and, and on uh, some of my shows that that I have kind of two modes when I'm listening to music. One of them is kind of like the first two tracks. One of them is like songs that I want to actively listen to like oh I like I like that lyric oh that's really interesting what they did with that verse that's actively paying attention and then there are other songs that are more like ambient in nature like they have structure and there are interesting things that you can observe about them but I, I I enjoy them more it's either in the background or I'm just zoning out or just like wallowing in it you know what I mean like I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to break it apart or mm. I'm not trying to do a Mozart on it but I'm just allowing it to to overtake me and I, I think for me that is probably over the line into that that realm. Mm. As I mentioned, like there are there are interesting things you you can say about it, and like the the way the textures combine and and, and things like that, and the um you know the the hooks and the dynamics. But I really I really enjoy tracks like that where you can just sort of switch off. This is a nice feeling. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flow. Yeah, to- totally agree. Uh, it's like a different kind of mode of listening, isn't it? That yeah. That I I listen to quite a lot of kind of ambient music and soundscape stuff, and even like as far out as like drone music and so on first when you kind of dip your toe into that world it's not immediately obvious to you how it kind of works as a, as a, you know music that you'd sit and listen to but you do just have to kind of switch gears a little bit uh into into what you're doing but what i really love about this is as i say is it's still got that very kind of melodic core that that gives you something to kind of hang on to uh, at the same time as having mm. all that very cool you know those elements of kind of noise in there. It's kind of swimming in reverb, which I always really love. That's a good, that's a good turn of phrase. Um, do you listen to Do you listen to Lo-Fi Girl by the, by any means? That's a band that I know of, but I don't know if I've gotten around to it. Interesting, interesting. It's my fa- one of my favorite questions now when I have a co-host on. Uh, well, Lo Fi Girl is uh, well primarily a YouTube channel. It's like a, like a more like a radio station, but they like studying lo-fi music 
And I really wasn't really into lo-fi or hip-hop or anything like that. Well, it's not really hip-hop. That's, that's not fair. But I wasn't really into, like, lo-fi type stuff. And I was like, well, how can, like, beaty lo-fi stuff be relaxing? It's, like, really, really good stuff to read and listen to. Yeah, I found it really interesting thing that's kind of, like, kind of like a scene, you know, that's kind of emerged online of just lo-fi generally. And I love how much of a kind of kind of egalitarian space it is that it's clearly like people just kind of making music in their rooms in their bedrooms on their computers uh, and there's just so much kind of really cool stuff that's actually trying to do new and interesting things yeah, like yeah. I say, and for new new purposes yeah absolutely you know there's all the the lo-fi kind of hip-hop stuff but you know all the way through electronica and house and but then all the vaporwave stuff as well. So I love mm. it. That and I know you. I know why I've heard of uh, Lo-Fi Girl because it is. It's this is again. It's music that I tend to have on when I'm trying to uh, when I'm like doing work or something, and I need it in my kind of headphones to uh, if I'm kind of working in a place where there's people around chatting and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big name in the field. Well, I'm 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 going to wrap this up. I'm really grateful they managed to come on the show. And um, before I go, I'm going to tell everyone check out our Spotify playlist. They they update regularly. Also, send in send in new music. We try and respond to everyone. Sorry if we missed you, but we do try to respond to everyone. And we really appreciate new music coming in. Don't stop. Do send it in. It it helps us a lot. And even if we don't have you on the show, we enjoy listening to new music and and um, we'll we'll try and say hello. The, yeah, that that is it. We've covered a lot of ground. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful evening. Thanks for having me. And um, that's that's about it. So goodbye, everyone. Enjoy November. And I will see you in the very big month um, of, for a lot of us, of December. ADS Records.